0: You're listening to The Eagle Podcast, with Anika Lang, Ivan Rohoski, and Charlie Walter. The Eagle Podcast. Tune in weekly to hear our take on the NFL with news, summaries, and our predictions. The Eagle Podcast starts now. The eagle has landed. The eagle has landed. Eagle... Hello and welcome to the Eagle Podcast. I'm Monica Lang.
1: Charlie Walter. And I'm Ivan Ruzsky,
2: and we're here to recap Week 13 and take a look ahead into Week 14. Starting with some Week 13 scores, the Browns shocked the Titans 41 to 35 as Baker Mayfield has the game of his life. The Raiders win a, a huge game on the last play versus the Jets as the Jets are still winless. The Vikings win in overtime 27 24. The Dolphins win 19 7 over Cincinnati. The Colts beat the Texans on a late fumble by Deshaun Watson 26 20. The Lions come back and beat the Bears 34 30. The Saints continue to strive. They win 21 16 over Atlanta. The Giants shock the world and beat the Seahawks on the road without their starting quarterback, Daniel Jones. Uh, the Cardinals fall to the Rams. The Patriots beat the Chargers 45-0, the Packers beat the Eagles, and then the Chiefs beat the Broncos 22-16. Monday night games, the football team beat the Steelers, making the Steelers 11-1. The 49ers got demolished by Josh Allen, and finally, the Ravens beat the Cowboys last night. So, starting with the game, let's start with talking about the Baker Mayfield game over Tennessee. I think personally that was the biggest game, and I really think that the Browns showed that they're contenders. What are your
0: Um, yeah. I mean, like you said, Mayfield had the game of his life, four touchdowns in the first half, super explosive. Um, you know, I think this game really showed how the Browns have come back, especially from last season. And obviously I know they're they're a different team and whatever, but like four touchdowns in the first half is crazy for any quarterback. And I just, I just thought it was awesome. I'd love to see the Browns continue that momentum maybe not necessarily four touchdowns again, but, you know, they only got three points in the second half and they still won, but you know, it would be good to see them kind of keep going at that pace. Um, But overall, very, very good game for the Browns against a good Titans team. So um, that was really cool to see. And I, I do think this was one of the better games this week, Charlie.
1: Yeah. I thought the Browns did lock Derrick Henry down really well. Props to them. But, you know, they still have to lock it up in the second half. Like, look at the Titans. There's still only one touchdown away. Like, you guys can't blow a lead that big. I think they had a lead of, like, 31 or something. And then for the Titans to come back, I think that's just crazy because that feeling when you're losing just makes you, like, every single tackle hurt, like, 30 times more. So I am really proud of the Titans for coming back that far.
2: Um, the one thing I would say about the thirty-five to forty-one lead, I don't think the score was accurately represented. In this game, as you said, it was a six-point game, but that's all garbage time points where they score a bunch in the fourth quarter. We've seen a lot as a Vikings fan, I have at least, where Kirk does that against a bad, a bad team. Um, but yeah, I think I really do think the Browns are probably the biggest contenders to the Steelers right now at this point. But they got a, a lot to prove this week against uh. Good Ravens team. And then quickly, just to address the Jets' play, the Jets lost on a poor play call by Greg Williams. as a, It was a 46-yard touchdown by Henry Ruggs, and they blitz with 10 seconds left, and the Raiders had no timeouts. I mean, what do you guys think about that play call?
0: Um, I think it was, like, I didn't even know. It literally looked like they tanked that game on purpose, and it was just kind of... I was like shocked to see that, you know, I was watching the scores and it was like, Oh, there's only a few seconds left, five seconds left and they're down. And then I go back and (laughs) they won the game. And I saw that play and I was like, why? I don't get why you would blitz all, especially when you got Derek Carr back there who he's a good quarterback, but he's not going to like run for a lot of yards. And like you said, they had no timeouts. I just, I think it was a really poor play calling and it really shows, um, kind of the Jets in a nutshell over the season.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Their defensive coordinator is uh, not with the team anymore. Just let's let's just get that clear. He is done probably for good, but like you have one of the fastest receivers out there. Fastest uh, rookie this year. You do not blitz you. You go and prevent like all the way back.
2: Um. Partially I think it was a good idea to lose that game on purpose because right now Jacksonville is struggling and we're going to get into that game but Jacksonville would have had the first overall pick if the Jets won because the Jacksonville would have the strength of record. And getting into that Minnesota beats Jacksonville 27-24, not a clean game by either team. I think the biggest news for the Vikings that Eric Kendricks did go down with a calf injury before the game and was not allowed to was not able to play. And I think the biggest thing that I'm going to take away from this game is this, that the Vikings need a lot cleaner game. And I, Mike Zimmer said it best is that that team is not happy that we won today because they know they can play better. And for them to beat a team like the Jags by three, that's not going to work. And when you're playing a team like Tampa Bay,
0: yeah, I agree with you. It was not a clean game at all, and I think one of the Vikings said it, you know, a win's a win, but at the same time, <clears throat> like you said, you are not going to get away with beating good teams, and I, I do think it did have partly um, caused that because of Kenrick's out. You know, we saw him go out before the game. Everyone was kind of startled by that news, and then, you know, Jaguars take advantage of that, march down the field for a touchdown, with which honestly should have been picked off um off a defensive player but um you know I think if we had Kendricks in there we'd have shut him down and um kind of went from there but then he got three fumble losses in total three interceptions thrown three total missed extra points it was just a mess on both sides and I mean at the end like I said they got a win but um it was just it was too much and they are definitely not going to beat good teams. And I, I still think they're going to beat Tampa Bay this week, but not if they play like that. They are not going to beat good teams. So they really need to – they have so many weapons, they got to use them, but also play defense. And I think they'll be fine. Charlie?
1: Yeah, I was just – after that Eric Kendrick's uh, injury, Mike Glennon. he exactly knew what he was going to do. But His three tight ends, O'Shaughnessy, Effort. And I forgot the last guy, but right in the middle of the field, exactly where Kendricks would have been. He targeted those guys over and over again for like seven to 10 yard gains the whole game. And that's like our corners did a great job at uh, shutting down DJ Chark, but the rookie Charnel, he got that touchdown off the rebound. But I do believe that Kendricks, if Kendricks was in that game, we would have won by a lot more and shut them down. Mike Glennon knew exactly what he was doing when he threw to those tight ends every single play.
2: Uh, The one thing I will say is that I thought Todd Davis played pretty well in Kendrick's replacement, 11 tackles. And also shout out to Cam Dantzler for picking a forced fumble and a fumble recovery. He played the best game of his NFL career and he really showed why, what he's possible of doing in this league. Now moving on to the late games, an NFC East team starting to heat up as that whole division is actually. The Giants beat the Seahawks 17-12, to and I think it shocked all of us when we saw that because Colt McCoy was starting for them. What are your guys' thoughts?
0: Well, um, yeah, I was definitely shocked when I saw this. I had to look at it a few times and like, what? Um, But, I mean, if you look at it, Seattle just did not produce. I mean, they had five points, which is a weird amount of points to go into the half um, with, but regardless, um, the second half, New York runs right through the Seattle defense and they get a touchdown as response and then the two point to keep the, and they, they just keep the momentum going. Um, and I think one of the stats that I really took away for it is um, if you watch the game, both defenses really put a lot of pressure on the QBs, but McCoy, he, he just executed better. I mean, Russell was sacked five times for almost 50 yards and that, you know, that's just, it's crazy to me and Seahawks own two on fourth down my biggest takeaway. They just Seattle just didn't come to play and the giants really took advantage of that. Um, You know, Seattle has the jets this week. So, I mean, obviously I'm pretty sure Seattle's going to win, but they really need to act like the jets are a really good team and just practice that because, you know, especially with these last weeks, these are crucial weeks for, Every team, unless you are clinched, and they just gotta play better. I mean, they have the weapons, they have the talent, they just need to execute.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, Russell Wilson, the past like five to six weeks have not been cooking. He is like lost his MVP candidacy. Like he, this happens every single year. Russ for MVP, like the first five weeks, and then everybody forgets about him. Like he's got to stop the turning over the ball every single game like he's turned over the ball like seven times in the past few weeks like more than Carson Wentz more and then the Giants just came out and shut their offense down which I thought was great that one t- 20 yard pass to Chris Carson for that touchdown but the Seahawks just have to play better offense and now yes they do have the, one of the worst defenses in the league but you have to stop the Giants offense with a backup quarterback I get they have Darius Layton, Sterling Shepard, and Evan Ingram, but they really didn't do much. So, like, you just have to shut them down and lock it up against a bad team like the Giants.
2: Yeah, I think the biggest thing to take away here is that the Giants are heating up at the right time of the year. I think they were huge, underrated, underdogs, whatever you want to call them. They proved that their defense can win them games, and I think that If the football team wasn't in the conversation, they probably would be the best team in that NFC East. And I think they're really heating up. And they're starting to play like a good football team. Don't even look at their record. The way they've played over these last few weeks have really proved why they can do something. This Joe Judge offense, Joe Judge defense, this whole team is really getting together at the right time. And then finally, probably the most, the second most blowing in, the football team, as I just said, who are still competing as well, they beat the Steelers by six. And the Steelers lose their undefeated season. What are your guys' thoughts?
0: Um, well, personally, I mean, some of me and Charlie, at least, we've been saying it for the beginning. Um, Seattle, or sorry, not Seattle. The Steelers have not been the best undefeated team. They are probably one of the bottoms of uh, the 11-0 team list. Um, obviously, still, it is impressive to be 11-0, and but, I mean, we kind of saw this coming. It would we knew it was going to happen eventually and Washington definitely is a good team. So it's not like they lost to a garbage team, but I mean, Alex Smith with like one of the best comeback stories, um, from last season to this season, he was explosive, almost 300 yards and a touchdown. And then Roth Rothlingsberger with that pick late in the game, that was very crucial. Um, you know, with two minutes left, it was very crucial for the Washington team to, Defense to hold them and get that pick. That was huge, kind of sealed the deal. Um, But overall, you know, I still think the Pittsburgh Steelers are good, but they really need to show the world that they, you know, they might not be undefeated anymore, but they're still like a good team and they're still in the running. Um, They really got to step it up and not think, oh, yeah, well, we were undefeated because they're not and start thinking, like, oh, yeah, we're a good team. We can hang with these guys. But overall, I think you said it. This was um, definitely another really good game for both teams. Charlie?
1: Yeah, I, I'm actually not surprised at all. I'm surprised I actually chose Steelers that week. But the football team have actually been playing like their name. They're actually playing like a football team. Like, their offense is looking solid. Their defense is awesome. Like – Terry McLaurin great draft pick and you had Chase Young great draft pick like that team is gonna skyrocket and will be a contender for the NFC East every single year now so I believe that this football team is actually something be, like teams should actually worry about a little because like they're the younger dogs and uh, Alex Smith almost lost his leg in life like came back to beat the undefeated team he, he must be a comeback player of the year I'm gonna have serious words with the NFL if that doesn't happen
2: um I think whatever would have happened even if he had a bad year he'd be a comeback player of the year because the story is amazing but yeah I think this football game just represent how the Steelers have been playing lately they have been getting away with their defensive play but then their offense hasn't been great I do think they're still a really good team. And watching the Bills on Monday night was impressive because they look good. And I think that is the probably the game of the year, just to be honest, because those two teams are probably two and three in terms of best teams in the AFC right now. And whoever wins that game is going to get the second seed. The question is, I think for one of those teams, that type of win next weekend on Sunday night is a win that, really gets you a boost to go play a team like Kansas city, who is undoubtedly the best team in the NFL. Um, but yeah, Steelers lose. I think football team's defense is amazing. I think both the giants and the football team have a really good defense. I think it's going to be a real good clash to end the year to see who gets the division. Cause even though there are bad records, it's going to come down to the wire. And then Anika, in terms of news, why don't you tell us about the playoff picture?
0: Well, um, I think you guys were saying earlier, it's definitely a lot has changed. You have two teams clinching the chiefs and the saints, which is big. Um, there's six playoff bursts available for both, uh, the AFC and the NFC in the NFC. Um, Vikings obviously with the win against the Jaguars and the Cardinals lose against the Rams, they flip-flop places with the Cardinals and they are now in the hunt, um, This will be a big game between the Bucs and the Vikings this week, as um, the Bucs are just one game ahead of the Vikings in the playoff picture. If we go to the uh, AFC, not really much has changed, honestly. Um, Bills rise up uh, and Titans fall down one, kind of up in the standings. But towards the end... Um, Colts Raiden, Raiders, sorry, that will be a big game as, uh, the Colts are number seven and the Raiders are just on the bubble at number eight. Um, but yeah, this week is going to be big for many teams, especially those on the bubble or those just inside the hunt. Um, and really it's just the weeks leading up to playoffs are the most important, especially if you're not a team that has clinched. Um, and so it'll be really fun to see how those, um, play out.
2: Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a really interesting finish. Um, and then I'm going to just hop into injuries. And so some of the bigger injuries we're seeing is that Lamar did play last night. Um, Mark Andrews did not play last night. I don't think. And then DJ Moore, Moore is questionable for this week. Tyler Lockett with a potential concussion from Sunday. He's active. Josh Jacobs missed last week with an ankle. He's questionable. Frank Gore had a concussion. He's questionable as well. Drew Brees, who hasn't played in a while, and they've been striving without really having him with Taysom Hill. He's questionable. LaRaven Clark has a torn Achilles. He's out for the season for the Colts, big blow. And then Antonio Gibson, the star running back for the football team, is doubtful with a turf toe. Chris Godwin has a finger injury. He is questionable. And A.J. Brown is questionable. And then in terms of Vikings news, Eric Kendricks, who actually got injured, as we said, he's still questionable. He didn't practice. And something also to note about the Vikings is that both tight ends, Kyle Rudolph and Irv Smith, have not did not practice today at all. So the Vikings may not have a tight end going in there may maybe Tyler Conklin starting at the tight end, which would be really interesting because those two guys are both really impactful for the Vikings. They may not get the ball much, but what they do with the blocking is huge for them, which gives Dalvin that huge holes to get into the end zone and get big yards. And then finally, we're going to do our picks. Last week, Annika won. She had only three wrong, which is pretty good. Charlie got second with five wrong, and I got six wrong. Let's start with Patriots and Rams. Uh, I'm going to go Patriots because I think the Patriots are hot. Their defense just had a stellar performance. Only thing is I'm a little concerned about their offense, but I still think they'll probably win because it's Bill Belichick.
0: Um, I'm going to go with the Rams for this one. I think the Rams defense has been on fire and as well as their offense with Cooper Cup, uh, Jared Goff, Robert Woods in company. So I'm going to go Rams.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say Rams as well. Cam Akers also questionable to play, but um, just Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Jared Goff looking awesome again. And just that whole offense and defense under Sean McVay. I honestly think they will win their division over Seattle just because they're the most complete team. Like Seattle has the offense while like four Niners have the defense, but I think the Rams have both of that, which will carry them far into the playoffs.
2: All right. Then next is Texans and bears. I think the bears are one of the worst right now. I'm going Texans.
1: Yeah. I'm going Texans as well.
0: Yeah. I'm going Texans. The bears are just going downhill and I think that Deshaun Watson, he's going to come back, especially with that um, unfortunate mishap um, this week and come back next week and really take it to the Bears.
2: Then Cowboys at Bengals, Andy Dalton's return to Cincinnati. I'm going to go Cowboys just because they're the better team out of these two because the Bengals lost
1: Burrow. I'm actually going to say Bengals because, you know, the Bengals, like – I. Feel like after that fight with Miami which included Devonte Parker getting out I do believe the Bengals are actually still a decent team even without Joe Burrow that's why I think they'll beat this poor Cowboys uh, team
0: yeah um, I'm gonna go Cowboys I think both these teams are not the best especially losing um, both of their starting QBs um, but yeah I'm gonna have to go Cowboys
2: Then we have Chiefs-Dolphins, which is actually going to be a pretty good game. I know it seems like they're two opposite teams, but they're both really close. I do think the Chiefs will start kind of flat just because of the different temperature they're going to be playing in and the whole humidity thing. Uh, I'm still going to go Chiefs just because Patrick Mahomes is probably the best at adapting to situations.
1: Yeah, I'm going Chiefs as well.
2: I'm going Chiefs. Then Cardinals at Giants. I like the Giants defense against this Cardinals offense who struggled against the, the Rams defense. Yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Giants.
1: I'm gonna go Cardinals just because I think the like the Cardinals did go into that slump. But I do think D Hop and Kyler Murray can get the rhythm going again. And I think D Hop will find the ways to get into the end zone.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to go Cardinals with Charlie, um, although it will be nice, it would be nice to see them lose just in terms of playoff picture for the Vikings. I do think um, that, uh, like Charlie said, Hop is going to find the end zone. Kyler Murray is going to have a big game. I I do think it's going to be close, though, because, uh, like Ivan said, this Giants defense is pretty solid. Um, but I'm going to have to go Cardinals. Then probably
2: the second biggest this weekend vikings at bucks the huge playoff implications on the line i did want to say bucks at first just because i think they're they're a good team and the vikings haven't played consistent but mike zimmer strives and the whole viking team strives against good teams they always play somewhat competitive kirk's probably going to show up i'm going to root for what i hope let's go vikes
1: yeah i'm going to say vikings just because the vikings have been on a good winning streak their momentum's high. They've been play, playing really well. Even without Eric Kendricks. I still think that they're a good defense. But I, and I, this uh, Buccaneers team has been really doing bad lately. So I do think that the Vikings' momentum will help them win this game.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go Vikings kind of for the same reasons both of you guys pointed out. Um, I do think that the Vikings have better talent than the Buccaneers. Um, and, you know, as we've said before, Tom Brady is – just not the same top rated he was. And I think that this team has kind of the Buccaneers team has kind of been on a roller coaster, kind of like the Vikings, where it's just, you don't really know, um, if they're going to play like they can play, or they're just going to kind of swoop down to their opponents level. But I really think the Vikings, if they use all the weapons they have, and like Charlie said on defense, they're still pretty solid, especially with Harrison Smith in there. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go Vikings.
2: Then we have Broncos at Panthers. I think Broncos bounce back and they win.
1: I say the Panthers win even without DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey. It looks like they're both not going to play. DJ Moore is more likely to play than uh, Christian McCaffrey at the moment. But even Mike Davis has proven that he's still an elite running back. So that's why I think the Broncos defense are going to struggle against Mike Davis.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go Panthers as well. Um, they just came off a bye week, so um, hopefully we'll see something out of them, especially with Bridgewater. Um, yeah, I think that the Broncos are still struggling, unfortunately, um, even though they have their QB back. But I'm going to go Panthers.
2: Then Titans visit Jacksonville. Uh, I'm going to go Titans. They're
1: going to run over them. Yeah, I'm going Titans as well. Derrick Henry is going to come back.
0: Yep, Titans.
2: And then we have Colts and Raiders. The Annika said it was a big game. I agree with her. I'm going to go Colts just because their defense is better and the Raiders have struggled over the last few weeks.
1: Yeah, I'm going Colts as well, even though I did see that Xavier Rhodes did get an injury. I don't know how severe, but I still think that the Colts defense can stop the Raiders offense.
0: Um. Yeah. Like Evan said, I think this is gonna be a really good game. I'm gonna go Raiders. Um. Still don't know if Josh Jacobs is gonna be active, which will be huge if he's not for the Colts. Uh, especially like you guys said, they have a Colts has a really good defense. But you know, I think that the Raiders, you know, with Darren Waller in there, I I still think they're a really solid team. And I mean, this is gonna be a close game regardless. But I'm gonna have to go Raiders.
2: Then the Jets visit the Seahawks even if the Seahawks play bad they will
1: win yeah Seahawks are gonna win
0: yeah I think I think the Jet fan, Jets fans are cheering for Seattle because they want uh <laughs> they want that number one pick but yeah Seattle
2: and Packers go to Detroit place where Aaron Rodgers finds a way to strive I'm gonna go to the Packers
1: yeah I'm going Packers as well
0: yeah, I'm going to go Packers, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's a close game. I would be surprised if the Lions won, but, you know, if it's a closer game, I honestly wouldn't be too surprised. But, yeah, I think the Packers are going to win.
2: And then we have the NFC Best, Saints versus the Eagles. I, don't get me wrong, I think the Saints are a really good football team, but they don't blow anyone out. It's going to come down to a wire. Jalen Hurts plays this, gets his first career start. I am going to go Saints, but I would not be surprised if it comes down to an extra point or a field goal.
1: Yeah, I'm going Saints. I think the Saints' problem is they actually keep take Alvin Kamara out too early. As I've been looking, Taysom Hill also like still just he's not a complete quarterback yet. Like he's no Drew Brees yet. Um, I still think if Drew Brees is active, they're going to use him a lot more, and that's why I think the Saints are going to win. If if Breeze is active, they're going to go to Kamara more, but if not, they're, they're still going to win, but I think if Camaro's active or Breeze is active, they're going to win by more.
0: Yeah. Um, Val- oh, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. I'm going to go Saints as well, and I think uh, it will be cool to see Hurts out there, but I still think the Saints are going to win.
2: And then, as I was saying, I just accidentally cut her off. Um, Falcons at Chargers, I'm going to go Falcons, just because they have Julio Jones and the Chargers are kind of down in the hole after losing 45 nothing to the Patriots.
1: Yeah, I'm going Falcons as well. They've really come back from 1-5. I think that they've been an elite team from the start. They beat the Vikings, which is still sad. But just Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley doesn't get enough credit. And you got Todd Gurley, who's been doing well again. Still not like what he used to be, but he's still doing well. Matt Ryan's still one of, one of the top quarterbacks in the league.
0: Yeah, I agree with everything you guys said. I'm going to go Falcons as well.
2: And then our final late afternoon game would be the Washington football team going to San Francisco. I think Washington's going to come out a little high, and, you know, they're going to, like, high in, like, morale and stuff like that. And I do think they're going to come out flat-footed because this 49ers team is not a joke, just because they they don't have their team back, but they are just – I think they're good still, and I still think they're a contender for the playoffs. I'm going to go 49ers just because they have a good run game and a good defense, and I don't think Washington's offense is that explosive, especially without their running back Gibson. Uh, yeah, that's I'm going to go Niners.
1: I'm going to have to go Washington just because the 49ers still don't have everybody on defense or offense. Mullen's not looking that good. Brennan Ayuk looking like a solid rookie, though. Not going to lie. I think he's going to be top receiver someday. Um, but I still think that that team still too hurt, like too many backups. So I'm going to go Washington on this one.
0: Um, Yeah, I'm going to go Washington as well. I don't think they're going to run over the 49ers. But, um, you know, even without the game against uh, the Steelers, I still think they were already a good team. Um will be interesting to see I wouldn't kind of uh, count against it what Ivan was saying about them coming out flat-footed but I still think they're going to come away with the win
2: um then uh, the Sunday night game is going to be the Steelers versus the Bills this is the most most game that people are going to watch this is a huge game I do think Steelers are going to win. I think their defense is really good, and I think they're going to play with the chip on their shoulder considering how much hate they've been getting for this whole year. Yeah, I'm going to go Steelers.
1: I'm going to go Bills. They've been looking great. Their defense could use some work, but their offense is looking solid. And this year, like, if they use their draft pick on a running back, like, they need a running back. Once they get that running back, I do think they'll win the division constantly and maybe become a dynasty.
0: Uh, Yeah, another really good game, especially in primetime. I'm going to have to go Bills as well. Um, This is going to be a really close game, I bet. Um, But I do agree with Charlie. The Bills have been hot, Um, especially Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. And um, I think they have a really explosive offense. Um, And if they just hold uh, Big Ben and kind of take control, um, I think the Bills will win.
2: And then finally, our Monday night game, but this is still a really good game. Division battle, AFC North, Ravens visit Cleveland. Cleveland's been so good, and I think they're debatedly one of the top five hottest teams right now. I think Cleveland's going to run them over, personally, just because I do think that Stefanski's going in the right direction with that program, and that whole team looks good. Baker played pretty well. I don't think he's going to have that type of performance again, but who knows? We'll see.
1: I'm gonna say Ravens just because I think the Browns are gonna be shocked when they run into this uh, Ravens defense. Like it happens to make Baker Mayfield every time. Like he looks awesome, just trash. So this week he's gonna be doing not so well because last week was his week. I think he's just gonna get shocked that there's a defense that's this good.
0: Yeah, I agree with Charlie. I'm going to go Ravens just because, you know, when you have a really good week, we've seen it with Tyreek Hill, with, um, you know, various other players, you kind of, like Charlie was saying, you see, oh, well I can do that again. And then you run into a tougher defense and, you know, you definitely still can and Baker Mayfield definitely can go off, but I'm not saying he's going to get four touchdowns in the first half. Like that's absurd. And it's kind of like a, a one-time thing. So um, I do think he'll be taken back by that. Um, and the Ravens offense, uh, you know, it's hard without all the targets like Mark Andrews, hopefully he'll be back. But um, regardless, I think their offense is still really good, especially when you got a uh, running back as a QB like Lamar and he's just running all over the place. So
2: those are our picks. And then, yeah, I, if you guys have any opinions, please let us know. Um, from all of us here at the Eagle Podcast, I'm Ivan Arhoske.
1: I'm Charlie Walter.
0: And I'm Monica Lang. We'll see you guys next week.